Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Talk. It has been um, two months, right? Because the last Coffee Talk we did was Yule Stories, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. so it has been two months-ish. Actually, does that make it three months? No, I think it was a month. Like, just we didn't do January. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. So it's been it's been a second since we've done Coffee Talk. And as always, we have you guys submit your stories for, for Coffee Talk and what you want to see happening on here. This month's focus was on love spells, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because we were obviously <laughs> following a, a very overwhelming theme of love this month. <laughs> In all forms. In all forms. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, I will, I will bring it to the, I will bring it to this <laughs> the podcast. Yes, you will. Let's, right. let's not lie, Robin. I mean, this, is, this will be our Live, Laugh, Love episode two. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that. That's all the podcast is now. Just me going, sorry. And live, laugh, love, guys. Just live, laugh, love into oblivion. <laughs> um, oh. So we got a couple of really good stories that I'm excited to read. But me before too. we get started, Maria and I each have a story to share about our love stories. Um, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to let Maria go first. Okay. Okay. So I think I was in the sixth sixth grade and I was absolutely in love with the school's resident douchebag. <laughs> so did he know I existed? Probably not. Had I always been kind of an outcast? Yeah, but honestly, I like I had the best friends in the world. They were like the, you know, the outliners in the school, but they were amazing that. people. So <laughs> Well, anyways, one night while my parents went out on a date, I decided to do like a see me spell. I gathered all my mom's candles because I had none of my own and made a circle in my room. As I lit the candles, I kept like chanting for this boy to see me. I don't remember exactly the chant, but I do remember getting to a kind of like meditative state where I kept saying, see me. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this how could like this go bad, right? This is literally right? the beginning of like a late 90s like horror film. <laughs> so anyways within a week i got passed a note by him asking me out oh my god like i was on cloud nine of course like i said yes we communicated mostly through notes i do remember them being like very sweet and even respectful like (laughs) (laughs) it was very surprising but honestly i didn't even like remember him even like holding my hand or like talking to me like face to face but I mean I'm sure we did I'm, I'm sure we did but I do remember the notes but what I also remember is that he did look at me a lot and smile <laughs> and die back at him <laughs> so that part of the spell yes worked so yes middle school romance at its finest anyways after a couple school? days yeah, well, middle school. I swear it was high school. No, 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 no. This was middle school. This was eighth grade. <laughs> and it's in its awkward glo- glory. Like it was, it was horrible. 
But anyways. That's so funny. <laughs> That's why, like, I, w- I don't remember if, like, we held hands or if we talked face-to-face. Like, it was, a- one, it was a long time ago. Oh and God. two, like, it was middle school. Peak well, yeah, it was a long kid. time ago, Maria. You're in your mid-30s <laughs> and this is middle school. <laughs> I don't hey, think that's a I'm still early 30s. I'm aging me, I don't think they needed that clarification. They're like, this could have been last year. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But like, anyways, after a couple of days, like he wrote me and said, can I kiss you after school? He had like a specific meeting spot that he wanted to do it at. This would have been like my first kiss. So I was like really, really nervous. I did agree, but when I show up the spot, he wasn't there. So I waited, you know, 10 minutes went by, 30, an hour, and he never showed up. So the next day he tells me he wants to break up. I was absolutely devastated. And, (laughs) you know, true to the spell, he still looked at me after that, but we never dated again. And eventually his douchebaggery came back in like full swing after he, you know, he was like super sweet to me. He even like popped my bra, bra strap during band. So yeah. Oh my God. That is, you know Winner. What? I feel like if I didn't realize that you said it was middle school, as soon as you said that he popped your bra strap, I would have been like, all right, this kid's 12. <laughs> oh, but like, so what this spell taught me is that we can't change who a person is at their core i do think he could have been a good guy but honestly i don't know what his home life was or the pressure to be like toxic cis dude you know (laughs) sure i made him look at me and take notice and maybe even like me but it didn't change anything that had truly mattered when i tell you this is so on brand for you (laughs) that i just (laughs) (laughs) look i learned my lesson and that was probably like I don't know. I've never done any like crush spells like that ever again. Like ever again. It was always like making relationships flourish after that. It wasn't ever. I never returned back to that spot. It was like, I'm going to make this person fall in love with me and right. take notice of me. Right. Because it didn't go well. I learned well, you- my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now I had this weird guy from across the like classroom staring at me occasionally, but still a giant dickhead. <laughs> I mean... It's weird how you couldn't make the school dickhead not a dickhead, even even though he was now in love with you. It's so bizarre to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so, so. That's What's so yours? funny. It's gotta um, be less awkward, well, okay, right? Listen, I was gonna share the same story I share every single time about like, like manifesting my husband and all that. But then I was like, mm-hmm. everybody's heard that a bajillion times. Like, we're not, I'm not doing that. We're not gonna talk about that. Instead, I'm gonna tell a story about when I wanted the boy I like to break up with his girlfriend. And this is also a middle school story. Um, <laughs> So there was this boy in school growing up that I was like obsessed with as well. I was like, this man is the love of my life. Um, I was 11. Okay. So I just need everyone to just, I was like 11 or 12. I was like, we're going to get married and fall in love. And I know my husband is editing this and he's going to go, oh, a story about Andrew. Well, guess what? It's not about Andrew. Loser. Anyway. Um I was like 11 or 12 and this boy moved away from like to school the same year that I, Mm -hmm. that I was like, I'm going to get this girl 
this guy to break up with his girlfriend. And this is, of course, back before, like, I knew anything about real magic. And it was just, like, me being a kid emulating shit that I saw on TV. But Mm -hmm. I... (laughs) You're going to laugh so hard when you hear this. I got out my best spiral-bound notebook. And I basically, in the most psychotic way that a 12-year-old can behave, I got out a notebook and I wrote that Brittany and Tommy were going to break up. And I wrote this covering the <laughs> whole page. Brittany and Tommy oh, will break up. that is a freaking spell. Like, if you um, do that repeatedly. Right. But I was like 12, so I didn't passion. know that. I didn't know that, okay? <laughs> I wrote this out. I covered the whole front and the whole back of this paper. Robin, little Robin's over here destroying lives little and relationships. Robin <laughs> is a psychopath. Um, so I covered the front i covered the back then i got out my glitty glitter like lip smackers body spray that smelled like cotton candy because of course i did oh, of course i, I had that that's just so gross oh, and gross. i sprayed i sprayed the entire front and the entire back like this fucking paper was like dripping with lip smackers body spray and i folded it all up and then I threw it in my family's fireplace. Okay. Now, <laughs> I did not throw it in there because I was trying to like manifest it or something. I threw it in there because I didn't want to get caught because that's a psychotic thing to do. And even when I was 12, I knew that. <laughs> um, I was like, this is perhaps an unhinged behavior. So I. Um, I threw it in the family fireplace and my dad was like, what in the fuck smells like cotton candy in the living room? And I never told him, <laughs> but he was like, what is this smell? Uh, yeah. And I burned it and he and Brittany did break up. Now I was convinced that it was because my magic worked. I mean, I did cover it in glitter body spray. So, <laughs> but <laughs> and you wrote it out a bunch of and times. I wrote it out a bunch of times with power. I was very obsessed. <laughs> what ended up happening is they broke up, and then he moved away a month later. And I still think about that. <laughs> um it was purely just absolutely psychotic it was i was like i will get them to break up this is mind you i'm like 11 or 12 so this is the same time that i was like making potions with mud still okay like this was fully crazy behavior but i was out there like pouring nail polish on someone's photo and lighting it on fire i was out there living my best (laughs) life they broke up so it worked and then he moved away and then he moved away and i never saw him again <laughs> oh, oh romance so sad <laughs> oh my That's goodness so all right let's... you didn't even have a chance i did not have a chance what the fuck tommy <laughs> Your parents choose to walk away and move away. I know. And the thing was, he didn't even move that far. But he he was, like, still in the same county as me. But he moved far enough away that a middle school relationship would never thrive. And he also had no idea who I was. Like, he broke up with his girlfriend, (laughs) but he still didn't know who I was. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he still had literally Aww. no clue who I was but I was like well hmm, think about that Brittany <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh poor Brittany <laughs> she never recovered so sad <laughs> 
Brittany's still in her, what, mid-30s, still pining. She's pining. She goes, Tommy, wherefore art thou? <laughs> Come back to me. He had literally no idea who I was, though. Like, we never once had a conversation. I was just like, look at this guy over here. I think we're in love. Well, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> so okay. with our stories would you like to read the first one madame sure let me make sure no name or anything <laughs> it looks like it's fine okay so this is from jenna not exactly a love spell per se as in it wasn't conjuring love or making someone love someone else but it was definitely in the pantheon of love spells so i was a horny teenager like a lot of young women and very dramatic there were a lot of men and women in my life who i was crushing on at this particular time that was unusual for me but one in particular I was like seriously crushing on and he was giving me mixed signals so I figured I would do a reading and the tarot tarot read reading was confusing and the runes were confusing so I ended up doing a true love spell I found something on the internet and modified it love that the bare bones (laughs) (laughs) I love that what could go wrong what could go wrong here <laughs> the bare bones of the spell was to write the names down of all the people you think might be your true love or at least the major players in your life <laughs> thinking about what each person is while you were writing it down in high school definitely one of them might be your true love <laughs> i think so, so. <laughs> is that in middle you. school <laughs> <laughs> saying this when i met my wife like seriously maybe like a year after high school so birds of a feather over here are you (laughs) kidding me (laughs) okay 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 So, okay, the bare bones of the spell was to write down the names of all the people who think might be your true love, or at least the major players in your life you're thinking about and what each person is while you're writing it out. Then you put them all in a hat and bowl, mix in some herbs, petition whoever you're going to petition, and draw a name. The spell specified that you should write down anyone who's playing a big part in your life, whether or not you have feelings for them. So Mm -hmm. anyways, I pulled out this one name who I felt nothing for romantically or sexually. I was very ew about it and tried to pull again, but kept getting his name. (laughs) He had the same name as my younger brother, which at the time was extra yuck. Several years later, I met my now husband he has the same name that i pulled out of the hat and for a long time i like fought against it because i was like no way that spell would work from years ago but it did (laughs) wow you mean to tell me that an angel fire website actually came in clutch for once (laughs) (laughs) oh my god <laughs> went to a website with a neon green background and like red papyrus font with like one of those, those spinning like pentacle gifts at the top of it and it's like here's how oh you catch gosh. the love of your life <laughs> <laughs> hey that would have been us like 
in the 90s. That would like, never have been age because now. I actually am a 17th generation hereditary generational witch who was born with nothing but pure knowledge. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sure. They call me Stormbringer. Stormbringer. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm not crying. This is so funny. <laughs> that was a very cute story. That was like a cute story. story. Okay. All right. Your turn. So, this one is from Elizabeth. Hello, ladies. It's Elizabeth from Frequency Collection. I love your podcast. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> you two crack me up, and I feel like you're my witchy sisters from afar. I was excited when you asked for love spell stories because I have an awesome story about the most powerful spell I've ever done. A few years ago, I had been single for a long time and I was super lonely. I knew I was ready to call in my soulmate, so I performed an elaborate ritual. It included meditating in a circle of salt, rose petals, and candles, a ritual bath wearing my sexiest lingerie. Elizabeth, did you get in the bath with lingerie on? Elizabeth, Ooh. I have questions. <laughs> Ma'am? <laughs> Uh, some banging sex magic, and of course, calling in all the details of my ideal lover. This spell was powerful. I was radiating from the energy for days, and even my friends all noticed a change in me. Shortly after, I met a new guy, and I was blown away. He was exactly who I was calling in, down to the tiny details that I didn't think could be possible. Very much practical magic vibes. We hit it off, and Spirit gave me a clear and distinct message that this man is going to be very significant in my life. We hooked up a few times, but I was surprised when things fizzled out. It turns out it just wasn't the right time in his life for him being uh, for him to be getting to know somebody. I was bummed, but mostly uh, was like, what the fuck, spirits? Thanks for messing with me. But whatever. <laughs> I let it go and moved on. Fast forward two years and I get a message from him asking me to hang out. I want he wanted to apologize for the way things went down between us and to get to know me better. Well, that was a year ago, and we've been together ever since. This was by far the healthiest, strongest, and most healing relationship of my life. I couldn't be happier. So sorry, Spirit, for sassing you. <laughs> but you really I'm sure had me. Used to it. <laughs> yeah. But you really had me going there for a minute. Sometimes we just need a reminder that things always work out in their own divine timing. So that's my real life practical magic love spell story. Aww. That's really sweet. That's I so cute. Need to know though if you got into the bath with the lingerie on, <laughs> and then what that situation looked like navigating getting out of the bath dripping wet i just i have some follow-up questions elizabeth uh dms are open <laughs> dms are open <laughs> we will do some investigating and get back to our listeners <laughs> elizabeth we have some follow-up questions uh can well, we need you to to fill it in <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth does make laundry, so I highly recommend checking That's out very the cool. frequency. I did not know that. <clears throat> yeah, really, really. Re I mean, I would wear it in the bath. I mean, in gorgeous. the bath, though. But that's the whole reason yeah. I wouldn't wear it in the bath. I'd be worried to get ruined. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> Salt and silk does not sound like a combination. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay. All right. You ready to read you our ready? next one? Yeah, ma'am. Yes. Hey, this one says, keep me anonymous, please. So we will do that. <laughs> so this story is about how love magic turned dark. Where I'm from, South Texas, Mexican folk magic is everywhere you look. Uh-huh. Magical practitioners don't have shame or hide the fact that they routinely do workings for love, money, and court cases. But what means what that means is you never really know who has been performing a working on you. That's very true. When, yeah. <laughs> when I was 20 years old, I started to date a man who was a few years older than me. Back then, gay marriage wasn't legal, and the public opinion of two men in love was very scandalous in our Mexican-American community. What I didn't know at the time was that my new partner was a descendant of people from Veracruz, Mexico. His immigrant parents were, in fact, witches. This didn't scare me too bad because, again, magic was normalized here for the right reasons. It was scary. <laughs> the in-laws know magic <laughs> they know too much <laughs> so however one night i was visiting his apartment and while looking for a towel in another room came across his altar on it was a pair of his underwear my <gasps> underwear a picture of me and the underwear was all knotted together Ooh. i remembered that those <laughs> underwear had been missing ever since we did the deed a few weeks before Wait, and were what? covered in fluids <laughs> and we're covered in fluids, Robin. Ooh, and it, it says fluids as well. Oh my! And it's been god. sitting there on the altar. But okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> oh. magic be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but from the in-laws. Ugh. So. I was a little taken back and I asked him about it. He said that it was just something to fortify our relationship since so many people are socially against us. I thought of it as a good thing and left it alone. As the months pass, I begin to really feel like I love this man. I'm obsessed with him. Every day I would wake up and I couldn't wait until he texted me or called me. It was like the very air I breathed came from him alone. Being that it was my first romance, this seemed like what everyone wrote in books and songs about. It was beautiful. What wasn't beautiful was the physical, psychological, and sexual abuse this person would Mm. administer. But still, every day I lived for him and would easily forgive anything he asked me to forgive. One day, he asked me to accompany him to his hometown closer to the border. I agreed, and we proceeded to make our way down to where his father was buried. He took a gold ring from his pocket, rubbed the dirt from his fingers um, from his father's grave over the ring, then grabbed my hand, and we left. It seemed very odd to me. We then made our way to this little cement building about 10 minutes from the cemetery. Inside was a huge statue of, um, is it Santa Morte? Yeah. I think so. 
yeah. and candles and offerings all around her. He took the ring from his pocket and laid it with the rest of the offerings. As time goes on, I learned that I needed to separate myself from this abusive partner. Going to the cops in several different cities would always result in getting nowhere. I was finally able to get a restraining order from the judge, I know, in a small town further away, but it seemed like nobody would hear my plea for help. I then started down a journey of learning about magic to heal and cleanse myself of the domination work he had done on me. Luckily, learning about... um. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Corsamato? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Okay. No, it's a, it, it, um, you're you're close enough. <laughs> okay, I apologize. I can't I can't pronounce anything. Was also easily given um, my community learning has easily given my community. It's been 10 years and all the magic I've learned has become about self-love and I try to help other people who have been victims of Binding and more magic from, um, I'm not pronouncing, can you help me Robin? Yeah, you're doing really good. Listen, I think okay. that your Spanish pronunciation, and you're doing a great job and you should be proud of yourself. You got this. <laughs> okay, from personal experience. Love magic can be fun and for the right reasons, but not all love magic is lighthearted. They say that the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and I honestly can say that my personal hell became began with a love spell that but it's made the strong magical made me the strong magical practitioner i am today i love that that story was a roller coaster okay first of all second of all i didn't want to correct your spanish while you're going because i feel like that would sound so condescending (laughs) (laughs) actually (laughs) um but you did a really good job and i'm proud of you (laughs) oh thanks uh probably one i should have read for that reason but that's okay it's okay yeah you gave gave your best shot and i think you did a great job and everyone will be very proud of you for trying so hard and doing such a good job Uh, that that story was a fucking roller coaster yeah like a roller coaster that have been so scary even like if you're having like those intense love feelings and um yeah listen yeah. domination magic is really really terrifying and is not something that should be fucked around with in my personal mm-hmm. opinion it's really scary <clears throat> yeah i'm really really proud of them for like following through and doing whatever they could to remove it yeah yeah i agree well, we have one more story before we wrap up this episode. Um, I will say before I get to this one that that message, the last the last story that we got in the mm-hmm. subject line, it said, do not say my name. And that is what you guys should do from now on, because Maria is not reading these goddamn emails beforehand. OK, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, some of them weren't unopened, so you didn't read them either. So, uh, I, excuse me, I always remark them as unopened. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> that way, I know which stories we're supposed to be reading for the day. <laughs> All right, so our last story comes from Elizabeth. <clears throat> 
Hi, witches. I hope this email finds you well and safe. I absolutely love the show and I really appreciate the topics you cover. You inspire me to consistently think about my practice from a new perspective and experiment with different tools and methods. Thank you very much for everything you do. That's so nice. Thanks, Elizabeth. No, appreciate it. You put out a call for messy love stories. Yes, we did. And I immediately <laughs> thought of this dumb teenage shit I pulled in high school. <laughs> when I was 15, 16, I started some really simple manifestation and meditation practices. I built some confidence and wanted to manifest something bigger. Cut to an aspiring viewing inspiring viewing of practical magic what why did everybody watch practical magic as teenagers and i did not see it until your child literally forced me to watch it his <laughs> child so said that they were I'm disappointed so in me and didn't understand how i'd never seen it and i was like well i can't have that so that's the only reason i have seen that movie um to my credit i don't watch a lot of movies we're okay so thank you they're so proud of you for finally watching it Thank you. Was it worth this it? This is ultimately all about me. <laughs> uh, okay, let me let me start over that spot. Uh, cut to an inspiring viewing of Practical Magic over a weekend, and I decided in all my wisdom that I wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> a note about my previous love life. I had had none. Like, basically zero. I didn't realize I was gay yet, and so my understanding of straight relationships was skewed. I knew other girls my age wanted boyfriends, and I figured that I should want one, too. I felt like I was falling behind my classmates and my friends, and I hoped that this would help me get experience. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) So, like Sandy B, gathering her herbs and flowers into a bowl, I wrote a series of petitions on scraps of paper that I carried outside with me uh, in the family popcorn bowl. I burned them one at a time and I let the wind carry the ashes. If I remember right, the things I specified made no sense at all. Like he wasn't better than me in school. What? He didn't mind that I had after school activities that took up a lot of my time. And this wasn't going to be a serious relationship facepalm in lesbian (laughs) nothing about attributes i actually liked in people nothing about our compatibility yikes after a week later i'd gotten exactly what i asked for a boy i'd known from a few different classes that i'd never given much thought to uh other than annoyance started talking to me and showing interest in me we dated for about a month and it was a bummer a straight bummer the relationship itself for the whole month it lasted was just so pointless he was boring i wasn't attracted to him at all again lesbian face palm (laughs) he often wanted to do homework together so he could copy my answers and really didn't have a great time together so we broke up and here's where it gets messier than it already is He got back together with an ex who started telling people all sorts of gossip about me, none of which was true. I'd never talked to her before in my life. He would text me and I would ignore him and his current girlfriend would continue to stir shit up at school. The fallout of our relationship lasted a good six months or longer so that uh, longer than the actual relationship. And I learned some important lessons specifically about intention and wanting to wait until college to date. Subsequently, I came out. Thank you for reading my story and I hope you enjoyed my stupidity. (laughs) 
That's funny. <laughs> I love the face palm in, in lesbian. <laughs> face palm in lesbian. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so sad. That you is know, really just sad. that we have to live up to societal pressure to be a certain way or to want a certain, you know, person. And yeah. Yeah, that's a really but good point. <clears throat> I'm glad you figured it out. (laughs) I had a friend in high school that was very similar. She came out in her mid twenties. Um, but when we were in high school, she was just like boy crazy. And she since then has admitted that it was like an overcompensation for her because she didn't, you know what I mean? She didn't really realize that she like was gay yeah. and it was like a whole process for her and like the overcompensation was like well I'm not into boys but I'm supposed to be so and she was wild for like wild about it it was crazy that's, but I'm happy well, for her so that sad. she you know yeah. has come full circle <laughs> and I'm glad that today's hopefully today's kids feel a little bit better about yeah. wanting what they want yeah <clears throat> yeah 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 all right well that's all of our stories so that being said thank you all for joining us this week on coffee talk we hope to see you next week for our regular episode and you can check out our instagram or our twitter for future guest prompts you can find all these by going to coffeeandcauldrons.com where all of our social medias as well as where you can stream us is linked (laughs) so as always if you enjoy coffee cauldrons please take a moment to review us on apple podcasts or spotify or if you want to support us directly consider joining us on patreon where we can where we share articles and special part two exclusive episodes and we even have a spell of the month box and a discord Yes. So we'll see you next time. (laughs) Yeah, see you next time. Bye, guys. See you next time, guys. Bye.